a win is a win in my book. A win is a win in my book. I'm going to tell y'all like this, man. The Laker game and the Raider game ended in some crazy... Um, I wouldn't necessarily say once in a lifetime type of shit, but because we've seen weird endings before, but the end of the Raiders game against the Patriots. And let me just back it up a bit before I even get to the very end of that. <clears throat> first, this is our very first game. Hear me out when I say this, because um, the stats does matter when it comes to this. Josh Jacobs only had 93 yards rushing. This is the first game that we won where he didn't go over 100 yards. That's major. You know what I mean? Seven yards away from it. But this was the first game that we actually, this was the only game we've won thus far this season where he didn't go over 100. So that was major. But there was a there was a, a deep, well, I wouldn't necessarily call it a deep ball. We were on, we were on the... Uh, we was on a march, and up until this point, Derrick Carr has had 27 fourth-quarter comebacks in his career. So that's number 20. Well, that's that's number 28-ish because it was a game tying. But we end up winning. And how did we win? First of all, on, on our last touchdown to tie the game up, there, <clears throat> I think... My boy Will said that Vegas called it in because it looked like the receiver's hole was on the line. I'm not going to lie. Different angles will tell a different story. But that particular angle that I saw, the aerial view, the one above him, it looked like he was out. It looked like he was out. But I will say this. I mean, obviously, as a Raider fan, I'm not going to complain. I'm not going to complain for this simple reason. They owe us when it comes to the Patriots anyway. So anytime we get into a tight game with them for the, until we win a Super Bowl, they should be able to get that to us. And they know why, right? But getting to the end of it, yo, one of the wildest things, I, I don't know who number 16 is for the Patriots. He made a simple mistake. He, he, he has since said uh, in a post game that he didn't see Chandler Jones standing right there. He was trying to throw the ball back across the field to uh, Matt Jones, right? And then, you know, towards the end of the game, uh, which they they had an option of just killing it off and going into overtime. And I told a couple of chats this that, you know, um, it seemed like Belichick was just tired of coaching. You know what I mean? Because in 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 the old Belichick would have just took this into overtime. I mean, but then again, I was like, well, he also had a different quarterback back then in Tom Brady. So Tom Brady probably would have got down there for a reasonable field goal attempt. Or, you know, I, like I said, I think Belichick was just smart enough to say, hey, look, let's just nail the ball and let's go into overtime. We'll take it. You know what I mean? But he didn't do that. He didn't do that, so I was kind of surprised on that. But anyway, number 16 uh, for the Patriots threw the ball across the field. Chandler Jones intercepts it. Stiff orange Matt Jones. Yo, Matt Jones' tackle attempt was terrible. <laughs> it was terrible. And I know it kind of caught him off guard, but he doesn't strike me as the quarterback that's going to tackle. And I know y'all saying, like, well, quarterbacks aren't taught to tackle. No, them niggas know how to tackle. 
Trust me. They didn't play quarterback. Some of them didn't play quarterback their whole life. And if y'all ain't never seen a quarterback go after a defensive player, um, you know, uh, after a turnover, go watch. I forgot which game it was. I, fe- I forgot what, it, what year it was. But Steve Young was playing for the Niners, and Deion Sanders was playing for the Cowboys at the time. Steve Young threw the ball. Prime intercepted it and was starting to run it back. And he ran into Steve Young, or at least I don't I don't know if he tried to jump over him or whatever the case was, but uh, Steve Young put Dion on top of his head. He flipped him and put him on top of his head. So yeah, no, they they know how to tackle. That was just a terrible tackling attempt. But anyhow, Chandler Jones stiff arms him, Heisman's him all the way to the end zone for the game winning touchdown. I know that damn stadium went up and. I know it was crazy. Here's the crazier part, though. We're playing with a a bit of steam, right? Winning games. And, again, we've lost multiple games. And they even had the stats up. We've lost four games when we were up by double digits at the half. So that should let you know if we would have won those four games or even half of those four games, we'll be talking about the playoffs. I mean, the wild card, but you get it. You know what I mean? Like, we're literally two, three games away from being in the in the wild card. And the games we lost, losing by one point, losing by two points, losing by five points, losing by six points, losing by, like, come on. You know, and that's the, I guess that's the one positive thing that I can take away from this season is that majority of our losses have been a one, you know, one um, one possession game. You know, one possession game. I could take that away. There was a, when we was up, and it started, this one, the, the comeback started to happen. Uh, when Derek Carr do that interception on that screen pass to Devontae Adams, Tom Brady, Tom Brady probably tells Julian Edelman to uh, let him bite on that. He pump fakes, gets the DB, Edelman breaks for at least 20 or 30 yards on that play. I think they had safety help. But anyhow, uh, and that's what started it, all the way up to the point where we was down at one point. So that was a crazy ending, uh, but we also had a similar crazy ending in the Laker game where Bron decides to shoot a dumbass three again, right? Air balls that. You know, Washington comes down. Um, they score. Tie it up. And then we get the ball with 23 seconds left. And I said, watch this dumbass possession. Watch this dumbass possession. Bron dribbles half of the clock out. He gets, they send the double during scoring clutch moment. He he makes a lazy pass, fumbles it. The ball gets deflected. Washington falls on it, but fumbles it. Bryant gets it back, finds uh, Thomas Bryant under the rim for the dunk. We get it. They get the ball, no timeouts. Kuz gets a good look, misses the three ball. We win the game. Mind you, we don't have AD for probably, uh, well, we definitely not going to have him to what, maybe the second week of January? Or late January, early February, we will see. He uh, has an ankle, he has a foot injury, I should say. 
So we won't have no no presence, no AD presence for a while, which I'm not quite mad at. You know what I mean? If you're going to get injured, get injured now, goddammit. <laughs> Real talk, get injured now. But um, I like how they playing, man. It seems like they're they're getting into their roles. It's just the execution point at this at this moment. You know, same thing with my Raiders. Like Waller and Winfro get back, boom, instant impact. Waller gets him a touchdown. Winfro makes some important plays like he's used to. Uh, Adams' production was low this game, but you know that that's that's going to happen when you have everybody back and Derek Carr doesn't focus on one player. You know, because uh, I got Mac Hollins as well, and he man, he missed two. And you know what? I, I gotta stop saying that. It wasn't on him. One of them, I feel like he could have dove for, but though Derek Carr has not been putting on the money when it comes to him, at least as far as the deep balls. So I can't really put everything on Mac because those Derek Carr balls wasn't as accurate, you know, and he should know that. But uh, I'm gonna take the a win is a win. Just like I told Murph, just like I told 12 Cal on Twitter and NFL Twitter, a win is a win. They were both uh, sloppy, at least at the end, you know, because the Raiders played excellent football in the first half, which they have been displaying a uh, majority of the season, especially in the beginning, you know, uh, but not quite finishing, you know. And the same thing with the Lakers, too. They It's been a few games where they've played – Phenomenal in the first half, deteriorate in the second half, even build up a lead in the fourth quarter only to give that back, slip into an overtime game, or just flat out lose the game. Um, it's all about fit, finishing. It's all about leadership. I get on bronze uh, bumper because at this age, I'm, I'm thinking he would have more IQ, more wisdom of the game. Than his, than his physical play. And I understand he's not able to do a lot of things to his capability because now a lot of these players are more athletic than him. You know what I mean? Some of them are still not as strong, but their recovery is phenomenal. They're like little flies. And he's not good with that. He's not a good. He's not a solid dribbler. You know what I'm saying? He's an a, a average three-point shooter. Getting still, he wants to be the ball handler coming down the court. And he wants, he wants to shoot these three balls. The, the two weakest things that I think he, you know, needs to work on. But he's headed towards retirement. So it's like, what the fuck? You know, and no, no coach has literally said, yo, man, my nigga, you need to chill out on that. Because there's been multiple games where he just settled for the three ball. If he's gassed out, that's one thing. I'm at the point where I don't even want this nigga. I don't even care if he's the main guy over there. I don't want him shooting the last shot. If uh, if it's too much, bro, give it to Austin Reeves or even Lonnie Walker at this point to settle for that goddamn three ball. I don't like that shit no more, man. I really don't like that shit. I don't. But a win is a win, man. Um, I think with the new year coming up, everything starts over as a new slate just on the new year. And a lot of people take that to, to heart and they try to change the way they live, um, et cetera, you know. And sometimes we slip back, in, well, most of the time we slip back into our old ways, you know. But some things do stick with us that we want to change. Sports-wise, I hope that is it. You know what I'm saying? I hope my teams that I, that I support, that I love, that I appreciate, that I'm a fan of can turn it around 
try something new, stick with it. If it's for the good come this year, uh, up and coming year. This year in sports has been crazy, but I think I'll wrap that up on like the last episode of the year. Uh, I'm just, I'm gloating off of this win right now and I'm liking it. You, you feel me? So that's, that's pretty much it. I did check out the Bills game and Tua. Everybody knows that this is the official, almost in the books because we still got Monday night coming up, uh, the first week of playoffs if you don't have a buy. I have a buy in two other leagues, uh, but one of the leagues um, I had, you know, I didn't have a buy-in, and I don't, and I don't think I moved. I advanced past this week. I think I lost in the first round in one of my leagues. Um, just didn't have. I didn't have great receivers on on that particular uh, roster, but I was heavy at the running backs, and I kind of wasted, you know, because it's a short bench. I kind of wasted, not wasted. Um, I didn't take advantage of getting a good quarterback. I tried to do the whole thing of building up a solid roster uh, before I picked up a quarterback, like the rest of the roster, get my skilled players and get a couple of bench players. And I ended up with drafting Russell Wilson late uh, and it didn't pan out, you know, so it had me shopping around. I had uh, uh, Brissett for a while, you know, and he, you know, his job was just temporary till Deshaun came back. Uh, and then I just stumbled upon uh, probably some odd weeks ago, but I think I had him on a roster just in case to see what the, what the Browns was going to do. But I had luckily picked up Jared Goff, which is one of the hottest, spiciest quarterbacks in fantasy football right now, especially in the late half of the season. Like, he has been on fire. Um, so I happened to get him, you know, and in my other ones, I'm kind of – you know, it's it's a lot of moving around you got to do because I got a, a Lamar Jackson's and the tools and stuff like that. Tua doesn't play too uh, too good in the cold. It's cold weather all the way around the world right now, except for Miami. Uh, so I, it, you got to hope that he has a home game coming up, which he does next week. Um, you know, Lamar Jackson will probably be out until the playoffs, maybe. You feel me? Uh, and I got Josh Allen as well, you know, but I also got Trevor Lawrence and Tua on that same roster. So, you know, it's all three of those can't play at the same time, so it really don't matter. But shout out to everybody that got their first W in the playoffs this week. Uh, and for the heavy hitters, you know what I'm saying, the ones who got the day, uh, the week off, that starts after Monday. That starts next Thursday. Let's get ready. Open run with BTG, part of the Red Suns Network. Uh, tap in with y'all, man. I'll see y'all next time.